welcome to GDN's Talking Comics interview. On today's show, we welcome writer Samuel Hayne and artist John Schrod. We last talked to Sam about his book, Slow City Blues, with artist Sean Mall. Now, Sam is teaming with John on a new book, A Kaiju Christmas, which is based on the classic Christmas tale, The Night Before Christmas. Now, here's your host, Martin Sexton. Welcome once again to another edition of GVN's Talking Comics Interview. I am your host, Martin, and today we get a visit with returning writer Samuel Hayne and his friend and talented illustrator, John Schrod. Last time we sat down with Sam, we were discussing his first comic, Slow City Blues, with artist Sean Mall. But after getting his feet wet with his first book, Sam has moved into the fast lane with a number of new upcoming titles. The first being a children's book, A Kaiju Christmas, illustrated by John and based on The Night Before Christmas. That is, if The Night Before Christmas involved a giant monster snowman. But what else can you expect from the creator who introduced the world to a six-foot-six-inch skunk named Moof in Soul City Blues? So let's welcome Samuel Hayne and John Schrod to GBN's Talking Comics interview. Thanks for giving us some of your time, guys. How are we doing? Doing well, and thank you again for uh, hanging out with me, man, or let me hang out with you. Uh, well, that's, well, that's actually more like it. You're hanging out with me more, but that, that's okay. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, let me uh, go ahead and since uh, you're, I'm revisiting with you, Sam, let me go ahead and start out with you. Uh, okay, like I said, the last time we talked, you were doing the uh, you know the, ca- the Zoom campaign for Slow City Blues, uh, and uh, of course now you've gotten that all taken care of and everything. So how was your experience with Zoop, and what do you think you felt like you learned from the process? process as you uh, have finished that up uh i i mean the experience with zoop was definitely a learning one uh i i am uh i can be hard-headed and i feel like i hit every branch on the way down <laughs> so <laughs> it was good to you know it, we we were also like still in the time of a pandemic still in the time of uh like price gouging for pay for paper uh, still in the time of, you know, uh, labor shortages and shortages at do- like still labor shortages at the docks. So things, you know, it's, it's one of those things of like, uh, was it Murphy's law? It's like, if it can go wrong, it's going to go wrong. So a lot went wrong, but it, it definitely, uh, I think reaffirmed my hardheadedness and the perseverance. Uh, but it's almost as if, now that we now that that's been complete and it, and it really uh, hammered home, make sure you take care of the people that your your fans, your readers, your friends, your family, because those are the people that matter most. Because without them, you don't have anything. So with that, it just I, I you know you've learned so many lessons. It, it made sure that like community outreach. And making sure that you know everyone is staying in the loop, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. You know, uh, communication is key. Uh, but uh, you know, overall, it was a you know, it, it was it was an experience. Uh, but I'm super proud of the book. The art, you know, the the art is amazing. Between Sean and John and Dave and Thomas doing the production and all the all the covers we have, uh, you know, it 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 was uh, it was an experience. And I'm so honestly, I'm I, like all of the fluff and all of the you know preening aside i'm just really grateful to have you know been through all of it and learned all those lessons and then to take it out into this next one with john and i 
Excellent. Okay, so John, since this is the first time I've had an opportunity to talk to you, uh, can you tell me a little bit about kind of like how you got started, what brought your interest in art, and who were the like the artists that kind of inspired you to get involved in that kind of field? Um, yeah, uh, great questions. Um, I have been an illustrating all my life. It started with my cousin and I, who's like my older brother, watching old VHS tapes of Stanley how to draw comics. So Spider-Man, all the, you know, Captain America was hugely influential. All of the Jack Kirby um, stuff uh, that from the golden age and, uh, and silver age of comics was always interesting to me. Uh, and then of course, come in the 90s you get Miyazaki and all these great Japanese animators and um, filmmakers were heavily influential on me um, and I haven't you know went to school for fine art and got to experience you know all the great old expressionists expressionism is a huge draw for me which lends well to this kind of painterly art style that we're trying to incorporate into um, into this project. So, uh, you know, those are the inspirations and how I got started in this was, you know, I think I'd, Sam and I had worked on a fun little side project during uh, during the pandemic, like right at the beginning of it, just to pop, just to do something. And then uh, we've been working on a lot over the last year and hanging out and um, I was like, the art, idea popped into his head and he was like hey you can draw right and I was like yeah 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 sure and I sent it on over I sent him over a couple concept sketches for our kaiju and for our you know robot and I was like off to the races okay so was that, okay so so that's I got you both together uh and uh the story behind how you two met and kind of I thought was kind of interesting. But yeah, if you don't mind, I, and I don't care who tells it or tells it together, uh, how did you guys meet? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, sure. <laughs> I was uh, I was a bartender in Los Angeles, and uh, you know, at, at like a at like a video game bar, like a nerd bar. Uh, I say that with pride, uh, by the way. <laughs> Uh, and John was a regular and he works in production, like he works in the industry, in the entertainment industry. And one day he and his friend, Mark, who's also now one of my good friends as, as well, uh, came in and we're just, you know, like shooting the breeze and he slaps down like a hundred dollar tip and, you know, and he's like here. And so at that point it was like, oh, from now on, like, you know, like we're friends. Did we just become friends? <laughs> Yeah. And, and, and it wasn't it wasn't a hundred dollar tip worth of drinks it was just like we were feeling flush and we we're like oh okay here you go I'm like you know what sam you're good we like talking with you and it became it was we walked in it was comic books it was dungeons and dragons it was you know everything under the moon that's nerddom and uh that's how we clicked and it was like you know what you're like you're you're a good dude and then oh yeah they didn't drink five hundred dollars worth of drinks between the two of them <laughs> and then tip 20 percent. i think they drank like 75 or maybe like 90 between the two of them and then tipped 100 so it wasn't you know they weren't blacked out and i didn't steal their money uh, well, say if they drank that much, they probably wouldn't have been walking out of the uh, of the place. Okay, so like I said, once it, once you finished uh, 
Uh, Sam, once you finished Slow City Blues, did you have a firm direction? What direction you wanted to go on your next book? And how did you decide on doing one that was Christmas themed? Uh, I I didn't. You know, I, I think it's just like we tried to hit that like million dollar home run and it just felt like it was a lot of like chasing validation and chasing clout. And I just didn't want to do that anymore. We actually, my wife and I moved from Los Angeles to Colorado. And I think that actually like cleared out my head a bit. Cause there's, you know, there's, there's the, the you know, there's that stigma of like, there's always like, I got to make it. I got to be famous. I got to, you know, like success, success, success. And so for me, it was just, I want to create cool things with my friends. And so once I kind of, you know, took that, took that kind of like imposed weight off of my shoulders, the floodgates open. And like you said, I think there's like, I think I have seven books coming out over the next seven new books coming out over the next 12 months. Uh, and I think we'll also probably do like a, hopefully we'll do a re-release, like a collector's edition of Slow City Blues on Kickstarter as well. Uh, but it was like we, the floodgates opened and then this fell out and I got brought on to do, specifically for this, I got brought on to do another book, uh, a, like another kaiju based book. And this came to my idea and I went, mm, they're never going to let me do this. Like, I'm never going to get away with this. They're going to like put the kibosh on it. Uh, and so then I reached out to John and I went like, hey, we've been looking to do something together because he and I, uh, he's been kind enough to like, like where he works, uh, he had a position available. And so then I've been working there. So we spent even more time than we used to together. And I went like, hey, we've been trying to find something together. And he goes, yeah. And I went, what about this? And he goes, yeah. And I go, here's the timeline. And then, you know, that's that's a whole other bag of cats. But, you know, he was, uh, he read it and I clearly connected with it. And so I'm just, you know, thankful that I've been able to, you know, create cool stuff with my friends. Excellent. Okay, so John Joe, now he's talking about, you know, the production involved in this. So you're supposed to have this done by when? Um, so we we launched Kickstarter on the 6th, so four days. Um, I got the script in July. So, <laughs> um, and it's a 40 yeah. pager. So I'm used to working fast. Um, it's that fun, like, triangle of you know fast good and cheap and you know we're doing it for cheap so we got that one taken out so we're doing it fast <laughs> and good um but uh, you know it's it's a joy to to just be able to dive into doing artwork and i wake up and i sit down and i'll make my coffee and then start to like start illustrating take a break, go for a walk, come back, illustrate. And this is coming from a person who's been going like 16 hour days on productions and, you know, in the film industry, television industry. So I'm used to long hours. I'm not used to being in my home and being able to sit down and just create because I do a lot of logistics. So it's been a huge boon to me to just sit and be able to draw and be able to put creativity out and hopefully you know and we hope to have it be something that people enjoy and look at and read and um that's always been the most satisfying thing to me is to have people see the artwork so in terms of production it's long days but not not, not soul crushing because at the end of the day i love what i do so right so you are working are you working traditionally or or digitally uh digital 
digital. Oh, okay. I yeah. say because uh, it, it's it's becoming more. I mean, it used to be, of course, back when I was in. Uh, reading comics it was all traditional you know pencil ink the whole thing uh but the uh i'm i'm kind of into the digital thing now and more people seem to be into it so they're still your traditional artists uh yeah, okay traditional art uh, and if i have more time i will do that but, <laughs> no, but. it's it, especially for this where it's you know it and we've spoken together about slow sea blues where it's like i'll go and be like mm, that's not it we got to change stuff but it, so if he was painting it that would be so much more labor intensive as opposed to drag and drop i don't know how clearly i don't know how drawing works <laughs> we drag and drop and throw it away or shift something or if i go oh flip these two characters i feel like it's probably easier for him on digital as opposed to it's like oh i guess i just gotta repaint these two characters because you felt some sort of way or you didn't communicate properly about how the panel should break down or the pages should look so I think, uh, it, you know, if we were doing it traditionally, there's no way he could, uh, you know, I, I would say, oh, let's take, let's tackle this next Christmas, as opposed to like, mm, let's go, let's do it now. Right. Well, I imagine also if it was traditional and you came to him telling me he had to redo something, your friendship would start to disintegrate really quick. Uh, so, okay. So let's talk about uh, uh, a, a Kaiju Christmas. Uh, can you tell our, our followers a little bit about what the book's about? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it is based on the night before Christmas, so it has like the same cadence, right? Uh, but it's about a uh, a giant mutant snowman, Frosty, who comes through an interdimensional portal to kind of like ruin the day, ruin the holidays, uh, destroy what's left of humanity, and it become you know it, it falls on this group of nine children, you know, to to take up the the rain the reindeer zords. And, and fight and save the day and save the holidays, you know? So, it, so it's the, the cadence, you know, as opposed to like the night before Christmas when outside the house, it's the night before, the fright before Christmas when outside the base, a rumble, a bumble and a rip in time space. Okay. Uh, well, actually uh, my, my nephew would probably love that book. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, mean, I have to be totally honest. I didn't know what Kaiju was. I had to look it up. Uh, oh. So, so uh, I mean, so you know, of course, basically, the Japanese uh, mix of film and television of uh, giant monsters. Were you, were either of you fans of that type of uh, show? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, from being a kid watching black and white Godzilla movie, the, the original, um, the the cheesy you know Toa era stuff, and then like getting into anime and. Neon Genesis Evangelion and all of that stuff. Those were huge influences on me as well. So yeah, when he was like, Kaiju, big monster, big robots. And I was like, yeah, well, Voltron. I'll draw Voltron as Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you mentioned you're, you're getting ready to start your Kickstarter campaign on the 6th. Uh, so what uh, if fans go there to uh, look over your campaign, what will they find? Uh, we will give you, you know what, actually, Mark, we'll give you the link to the actual campaign so not just the landing page uh -huh. uh, i'll make sure that you know i'll make sure that you get that so they can if they go and look they can look at everything they can look at the the sizzle trailer that we have up uh that i that john gave us all the images for and i spent all this time cutting it to christmas music so it's like very like rock and roll but christmas uh they can see all the rewards that we're offering all the add-ons the art for the book some of the breakdown the store like the inception of the story so we'll make sure that they can take a look at everything because I think that you know uh, the the 
the book sells itself and we don't want to just give them you know uh a, an image and like we'll just come back it's like no check it all out let's get excited you know please get excited you know because I, I think that this is an exciting thing and you know christmas is christmas comes every year and we hope that they dig this and you know buy one for themselves and buy one as presents and then you know you can make this a christmas tradition you know you tack it right on to the 24 hours uh, of a christmas story on tbs uh, yes the 24 hours uh we never miss it uh okay uh so hey is there going to be like a signed edition because i'm all about the signed book we're doing a uh a, a, the pdf uh, the standard, so it's like tactile is always better, especially with those yes. kind of books. We're doing a signed edition, and then we're also including uh, BYOO, which is build your own ornaments. So the, <laughs> of the mutant Frosty and the Santa, and then you can cut them out and then glue, and then like make your own ornaments for them. All right, projects. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So do, do you? Uh, so have you guys got any other books uh, you plan on working together on? That you can talk uh, about? Yeah, I mean, uh, if if John's up for it and I'll give him more time, I'll give him more lead time next time. If this book is successful, uh, I actually have a trilogy in mind. I've kind of plotted out a trilogy and I pretty solidly know what I want to do with the next one. Uh, I, I think I pitched it to John. Did I pitch it to you, John? Yeah, roughly, yeah. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> well, if, he's, if he doesn't crack under this and we don't, you know, and then our friendship doesn't fracture from from this deadline then you know we'll, we'll have uh two more to work on and just kind of right. like let you know you get this one and you see what happens the next time and we'll keep following these kids and this world you know and, and what happens from there okay so uh so if you you talk about doing a trilogy are they will they all be uh christmas based or are they moving to different time I, I think we'll keep it Christmas based. You know, I, I think we want to have that, you know, because there, there's so few good Christmas. See, I don't think there's any Christmas sequels. I mean, technically, a Christmas vacation is a sequel set during Christmas, but there's no like Christmas based trilogy of media if, that I can think of. Santa Claus, but other than that. Um, oh, yeah, the Santa Claus. But um, yeah, no, and to, I, have, I think I've already told, asked, asked Sam what's next as far as, you know, moving forward, making something else. So um, you do bring up an interesting point. We could do other holidays as well. We could, could do other holidays. Well, there. So if that works out, then uh, I'll be getting back with you. My lawyer will get a hold of your lawyer. We'll be, we'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, actually, actually, that's all I got for you at this moment. But before I let you, both of you go, I want to give you either, each a chance to course, we've kind of been kind of doing it already, but discuss uh, any other projects or anything you got going on that you might want to promote at this time. And where can folks follow you besides going to the Kickstarter uh, on social media? Um, I, you can get me on uh, at Instagram at Schrodenfreude. It's my last name plus F-R-E-U-D-E. I can spell my own handle. <laughs> um, that's where... I live most of the time. I don't do a whole lot of Twitter or Facebook these days, but I'm easy right. to find on. And uh, I am at uh, at the Sam Hain on Instagram. That is also the only uh, social I have, which is a which is an odd one for a writer, like a picture based social media for a writer. You think I'd be on Twitter? 
I'm not. Uh, just Instagram. And then the next couple of books, I'm sure we'll be talking very soon, Martin. Yep. Uh, but I can't quite talk about them yet. And I don't want to put the cart before the horse. So it's like my whole focus is just on a kaiju Christmas right now. Excellent. Well, I say what the, the plus side is, is that gives me future uh, work. So uh, I'm all about that. Okay. So uh, well, I appreciate it, uh, Sam and uh, John, and uh, we'll be following a Kaiju Christmas quite closely and uh, hopefully get a chance to talk to you down the line real soon. Awesome. Thank you. Thank all you. Right. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to GVN's Talking Comics. Please come back again. Talking Comics is a production of Geek Vibes Nation.